2: Five months have passed since Hamas brutally attacked Israel, launching a vicious war for Israel's very survival. As Israel fights for her existence, so many people around the world, even in America, Israel's greatest ally, have turned their backs on the Israeli people right when they need friends the most. Friends like us. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is on the ground in Israel, delivering critically needed emergency supplies to those suffering right now. There is an immediate need Need for essentials like food, medicine, and emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. Many cannot return to their homes because of rocket fire in the north from Hezbollah. Israel is in desperate need, and that's why I'm partnering with the fellowship today. Every donation is urgently needed. To give to IFCJ, visit supportifcj.org. That's one word support ifcj.org your gift will be matched to double in impact and help provide twice the support support ifcj.org god bless and thank you Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to PureTalk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plan start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to PureTalk.com slash Jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to PureTalk.com/slash Jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. have some fun on a Monday and here's the deal I'm going to tell you right off the bat I have some good news and I have some bad news let me go ahead and unload the good news for you first the good news is no Chris no no I know you're supposed to normally give the bad news first I'm doing things different tonight world famous authors mix and match Chris all right the good news is this tonight's show is going to be just fire It's going to be dynamite. We have yeah Chinese spy balloon stuff. The devil worship at the Krammys. We have Southwest Airlines, the death of everything, fired teachers for vaccine mandates. It's Medal of Honor Monday, an hour from now. Tons of great emails. You didn't think the gas stove thing was gone. I mean, there's there's so much tonight. It's going to be awesome. All right. That's the good news. More good news. The book Anti-Communist Manifesto is still for sale at (laughs) jessikellybook.com. Sorry. I'm sorry. Quit. Quit. All right. All right. So there is good news. It's going to be a good show tonight. And yes, it is still for sale at jessikellybook.com. The bad news is this. Tomorrow night. I don't even want to say it. Chris, I don't even want to say it because you know why? Because they're mean to me. That's why. Tomorrow night. I will not be here. All right. I will not be here. Don't shake your head either, Michael. I will not be here, okay? I can't be here for a variety of reasons. I will not be here. I, I realize tomorrow night's the State of the Union. It doesn't even come on until after my show's over. I will be if you need me. If you have to have a little bit of Jesse for tomorrow, which who can blame you for that, Chris? <laughs> and, shut up, Chris. If you have to have a little bit of me for tomorrow, I will be on my TV show after for the State of the Union stuff, but I will not be here. I'll be right back on Wednesday. Okay, you got to do one day. I don't want to hear it. I don't want the dear part-time Jesse. I don't want pink flower stuff. I I, I don't want to hear it. Stow it now. Enough of this. Let us begin with the evening. I have... See that? I'm shaking the paper for effect. We do our own sound effects here on the show. See that? I have eight... 1,000 emails to this effect. Omniscient Oracle. The problem with the balloon is the appearance is framed in the context of being over the U.S. Look, everyone wants to talk about the balloon. The balloon is not what we need to talk about or not what we need to focus on. We need to talk about and focus on World War III. And nobody really wants to have a serious talk. So let's have a very, very serious talk. I need to clarify something. It's going to take me a while to get through this, but unless we walk through this linearly, I love saying that word. It makes me sound like I went to an actual college instead of a community college. Unless we go through this linearly, I will get confused. (laughs) You'll probably be fine, but I'll get confused. So I need things simple. Okay. I need things. Take me step by step through these things. All right. What do we know right now? We know a few things. They're all pretty alarming, but this is where we are. What do we know? We know that the military, the military knew about this balloon before they told Joe Biden. Okay. It's not good. We also know that eventually they did tell Joe Biden. People started to see it in the sky. Eventually they told Joe Biden about it joe biden if you're going to believe joe biden which honestly who knows if you can do that or not joe biden the commander-in-chief told them to shoot it down and they said no briefed on the balloon ordered the pentagon to shoot it down on wednesday as soon as possible they decided
1: without doing damage to anyone on on the ground they decided that the best time to do that was as it got over water. I sure. told them to shoot it down. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. But the recommendation. They from said, said was. to me, let's wait till the safest place to do it.
2: I need to clarify just a couple things really quickly. Stuff you probably know, but you never know who's listening out there. I need to clarify something. The title of commander in chief for the president, it's actually not just a title. Titles historically are very, very important things. They let everybody know what exactly your authority is. What areas do you rule? Commander-in-chief for the president means that Joe Biden is the commander of the United States military. You see, if you had one of those chart things, you see it in the organized crime documentaries where they have the mob boss on top and then there's a string down below to the underboss and the... But if you have one of those for the United States military and power, there would be one person at the very tippity, tippity top. And that would be whoever happens to be president at the time. He is the commander in chief. And I cannot stress this enough. The people underneath him, because it's the military, it's not a republic, it's not a democracy, it's not representative. The military is a dictatorship. The people underneath him do not get to say, ah, Nah, whenever the commander in chief gives an order. But that is what happened in ours. Why is that significant? Let's pause on this for a moment because this is going to be the main point tonight. We're going to move on to demon worship and the Grammys and everything else. But I have to get through some things here. China has goals of world domination. Russia wants to do that with them. We know this. these, These are things they've publicly said. All right. So we know that. We know they want to knock us off to the number one spot. We know that. Okay. We know all these things. But we tell ourselves a lie. You do it and I do it. This is human nature to tell yourself this lie. You project more power on the enemy and more knowledge on the enemy than the enemy normally has. When you have somebody you're up against, it's just human nature to turn them into. A God king in your eyes. And this is what I mean when it comes to China. When you and I talk about war with China, you probably focus on all the Chinese spyware that's out there, all the Chinese spies that are out there, thanks, Eric Swalwell, all the other ways that they've infiltrated the corporate world, the government, the military, and they're collecting our things. And all those things are true. But here's probably a mistake that you make, and it's a mistake that I've made. When you think about what China knows about us and our military capability, our economic capability, You probably think, I know I think this a lot. Oh, they know everything. Oh, they know everything. They know everything. But that's not how intelligence gathering works. The history of the world, if you know anything about this, various spy agencies and spies and military intelligence, the history of the world is this spying, you know what it gives you? You're sending out the spies and you're getting information back from the spies. You know what you're getting? You're not getting a 1,000-page document on the verbatim, they have this many troops here and this many troops there. If this happens, they'll move this guy here and this guy's there. They're not going to get that because they don't have that much access. What you're bringing back is a snapshot. You're bringing back partial bits of information and snapshots. That's what you're bringing back. You think, and I like to think, the Chinese know exactly everything about this. They know we have 25,000 troops stationed at this base, and they have this many. No. They know we have at least 10,000, possibly more. They're trying to figure—they don't know a ton. This is going to go back to the balloon here in a second. Stay with me. They don't know a ton. And one of the crucial things they don't know, Chinese intelligence does not know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows is how our leadership will respond in certain situations. Even if you're able to penetrate every possible lever of government and you know the troop movements and you know the planes and the tanks and the ships and everything else, you still, if you're a hostile foreign power, what you don't know, what you don't fully understand because you can't possibly fully understand it is, okay, who's in charge? Okay, We now we know, or at least we think this guy's in charge. All right, how's this guy who's now we think in charge, how's he going to respond to this specific situation or any specific situation? So what do you have to do if you're China? What you have to do if you're China is you have to find out that information. Because remember, let's, let's rewind here. Remember, China wants Taiwan. China already considers Taiwan to still be part of China. Your movie in Hollywood will get censored from the Chinese shores if you actually acknowledge the existence of China. Remember when John Cena made that super embarrassing public apology in Mandarin? So China wants China, or China wants Taiwan. They want it bad. They've had nothing but mixed messages from America in what we'll do about that. Remember, we've said, oh, we're going to go to war. Oh, wait, no, we're not going to go to war. He misspoke. Well, I'm not really sure. So if you're China, how in the world are you going to find necessary information, necessary intelligence on what what exactly we're going to do? I would argue you just kind of found it. I will explain. I'll finish that explanation and we'll wrap this up with the Trump stuff. Then we move on to the Grammys and the vaccine mandates and everything else. Now, let me ask you something really quickly. Do you have home insurance? Do you have car insurance? Of course. The answer, of course you do. Yeah, of course you do. Why? Well, because it's something of great value. And if something terrible were to happen to it, you would need to be financially compensated. So you have home insurance. You have car insurance. What do you have that's protecting your 401k? Or IRA. Anything? You know Oxford Gold Group has a portfolio protection plan. No, they're not trying to remake your 401k or IRA. They're trying to protect it. So when Janet Yellen makes claims like she made today that, oh, I think we'll probably be okay. You don't have to quake in your boots because your portfolio is protected. Ask them about it. The 123 protection plan. 833 995 nine, nine, Gold. You tell them Jesse told you to call. 833 995 Gold. Protect the money you've earned. You worked hard for it. Hang on.
3: Jesse Kelly returns. Next. It is
2: the Jesse Kelly Show. Wishing everybody a very merry. Bueno, On this Monday, from us to you. Remember, you can email the show whatever you want your love, your hate, your death threats. All that's welcome to jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. Finishing up this Chinese balloon thing, so I'm about done with the whole thing. So, you're China. You know a lot. You know a lot about our military. You know a lot about our naval strength. You know a lot about our technology. You know a lot. But what you don't know before you make that big leap, and remember, this is a huge, risky leap for China to take Taiwan. What you don't know is what exactly is America's military leadership like? It, what is? How is the command structure? How is Joe Biden's authority? So if you're China, you've probably put together a folder by now, a, a big risks and rewards folder about taking over China so let's just unpack what they know now and then I'll make my little prediction gosh I'm gonna be obnoxious if this prediction turns out to be true let's first of all flash back to 2015 this is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs Mark Milley China
3: they heard this video China is not an enemy and I think that's important for people to clearly understand they are going to develop themselves and are developing themselves uh, into a great power. That is not to say, however, that they are an enemy.
2: And we also have this little bit from Mark Milley back in 2021. Remember when Trump was getting ready to no longer be president and Mark Milley. Remember that whole commander in chief little flow chart thing we did before? Although I don't think that's a flow chart, an organizational chart. The little organizational chart thing we did before where Donald Trump is the supreme commander as long as he's president. And you remember Mark Milley not only admitted, publicly admitted that he called his Chinese counterpart, the Chinese chief of staff, and told him, hey, I'll warn you before we're going to attack. Remember this?
3: As part of that conversation, I said, General Lee, there's not going to be a war. There's not going to be attack between great powers. And if there was... The tensions would build up. There'd be calls going back and forth from all kinds of senior officials. I said, hell, General, I'll probably give you a call, but we're not going to attack you. Trust me, we're not going to attack you.
2: Okay, that's pretty much treason. He should be in prison the rest of his life. So let's just add up what we know. Mark Milley, China's not our enemy. Mark Milley, China, I love you so much. I will call you and warn you if this crazy nut job Trump chooses to attack. Now back to where we are now the military remember knew about this spy balloon days before joe biden knew finally the public picks up on it it gets to joe biden's ears joe biden looks at it realizes this looks terrible politically to republicans and democrats let's be frank joe biden orders the shooting down of the balloon the military says ah not quite yet briefed on the balloon order the
3: pentagon to shoot it down on wednesday as soon as possible they decided
1: without doing damage to anyone on on the ground. They decided that the best time to do that was as it got over water. I sure. told them to shoot it down. On oh, Wednesday. On Wednesday. But the recommendation. They from said recommendation. to me, let's wait till the safest place to do it.
2: Okay. Now, what matters is how China sees all this. They see the international embarrassment in Afghanistan. They see a chairman of the Joint Chiefs who's been <clears throat> chummy with them, to put it mildly. They see the chairman of the Joint Chiefs who's willing to play partisan politics and give them a heads up before we attack. Then they also see a military that has so little faith in Joe Biden. They actually hide information from him and then blatantly ignore him when Joe Biden gives an order. So if you're China, here's the information you just gleaned from this little stress test. Joe Biden isn't commander in chief of anything. Joe Biden is routinely ordered around by his advisors, Mark Milley and otherwise, and there is a growing amount of evidence out there to suggest that Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff of the United States of America, is possibly compromised by China in some way. What way? I don't know. But gosh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff sure has made a whole lot of pro-China moves in the past six, seven years, has he not? So if you're China, let me ask you something. In your risk rewards folder for invading Taiwan, what do you think Joe Biden will actually even be allowed to do if you choose to send those Chinese jets and boats into Taiwan and reduce the place to ash? What would he even be allowed to do when the chairman of the Joint Chiefs is at best biased, if not a Chinese asset? Chris, write this down. By June, China will have taken Taiwan. Why wouldn't they? Remember, do remember, one final thing, because we're going to move on to the Grammys and vaccine mandates and all these other things. Do do keep in mind one little tidbit here. (sighs) Joe Biden is a lame duck president. Everyone knows it. China knows we lack the stomach for any of this. China knows they have enough dirt on Joe Biden's son, in the very least, if not Joe Biden himself. They want Taiwan. They already consider it part of their country. There's not a single other nation in the world who can significantly dissuade China from doing it. Why wouldn't you do it if you're Xi Jinping? Not trying to help out the ChaiComs, but put yourself in his little Chinese shoes. Why wouldn't you do it? All right. Someone wants to know, are we the great Satan now? That'll be bubbly.
0: Hang on. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
3: Five months have
2: passed since Hamas brutally attacked Israel, launching a vicious war for Israel's very survival. As Israel fights for her existence, so many people around the world, even in America, Israel's greatest ally, have turned their backs on the Israeli people right when they need friends the most. Friends like us. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is on the ground in Israel, delivering critically needed emergency supplies to those suffering right now. There is an immediate Need for essentials like food, medicine, and emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. Many cannot return to their homes because of rocket fire in the north from Hezbollah. Israel is in desperate need, and that's why I'm partnering with the fellowship today. Every donation is urgently needed. To give to IFCJ, visit supportifcj.org. That's one word. Support ifcj.org. Your gift will be matched to double in impact and help provide twice the support. Supportifcj.org. God bless and thank you. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and man, I never thought I would see the day where the Democrat mayor of New York City actually has a more aggressive immigration policy than 90% of the Republicans I've known for the past 20 years, 30 years. New York City Mayor Adams gives free bus tickets to Canada to asylum seekers. You would have a very, very, very difficult time finding 50 a hundred members of the GOP Congress who would be willing to do things like this. It's amazing. It is is—it is, it is something else. It is, Look, it is something else finding out just how much of a sanctuary these sanctuary cities were the second Pedro starts rolling in and demanding a free Xbox and schooling for his kids. All of a sudden, illegal immigration is a burden and a big deal on the schools and facilities and hospitals. Aww. Oh. Speaking of New York City, I want to get this done real quick here. I, I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on this because I want to do it more next hour, but we've been doing a lot of uh, the death of everything is what I've been calling it. How everything around you, the quality of everything is dying. It's dying in front of your eyes as America shifts its focus from success and talent, and smarts, and accomplishments, and America instead focuses on things that don't matter, like your skin, t- skin color, and are you LGBTQ enough, and all these other, as America shifts to that, what you will see is the death of everything. It will kill everything, everything. From the quality of the, the, the Kleenex you blow your nose with, to the military, to the, to the cars, to everything. To the pilots. Headline, Southwest Airlines cuts required jet flying time for new pilots. Oh, goody. Goody. So we had a vaccine mandate for the airline industry. This had the purpose of purging pilots out. As many pilots didn't want to take it. You purge pilots. Now you need to refill those positions. Now you can't turn, you can't go five minutes without seeing Delta or Southwest or someone else advertising that they're only looking for black pilots or black female pilots or female pilots or gay pilots. And now since you can't fill enough slots, now you're lowering the requirements, the death of everything. We won't jump on the dead bodies when it happens because it'll be gross, but you know a plane's going to drop out of the sky because of bad piloting, right? It's going to be two, three hundred dead people. And it'll be because inexperienced pilots, diversity hires, focusing on everything except for what matters, and it will get people killed. Headline, New York City teachers fired over the COVID vaccine are outraged by no mandate for the migrants. Of course, the illegals don't have any mandate. The teachers do. The death of everything. You didn't know your child's schooling, and the quality of it was going to come into play for all this too, right? Quality teachers forced to go. But you still need teachers, so go find some other teacher who's half as qualified because we just fired the teacher with 20 years of experience. What's the result of this? The result of this is 20 years of your kid and then the next kid and then the next kid and then the next kid getting a subpar education, therefore graduating eventually dumber than he actually should be because the death of everything is the death of everything. We did that story last week, speaking in New York City, about nurses. New York City, nurse shortage, nurse shortage. There's a five-hour ambulance wait. Nurse shortage, nurse shortage. Well, yeah, the death of everything. The death of everything means the death of everything. Now, that bright and sunny topic brings me to this. Oracle, serious question. I saw the satanic video from the Grammys last night and asked myself, is America becoming the great Satan? You want to have a real uncomfortable talk? Let's do it. Let's do it. One, I know you've probably seen it or heard of it by now. There's some, I mean, the headline from Breitbart sums it up. Non-binary, gosh, I don't even know what these words mean. Non-binary pop star Sam Smith- Performs BDSM devil-themed unholy. Apparently, that's the name of the song at the Grammys. It's a bunch of half-naked people dancing around. He's dressed up like the devil or demons. It's, it's, It's pretty bad. It's not something you want your kid to watch. Okay, first, let's address something right off the bat. The chances that you even knew who Sam Smith was before I just said his name are not great. I know he's had a couple songs, from what I understand, that are out there. But Sam Smith is not somebody you really know. So what's he do? He does, he does the same thing that Madonna did for years, that all these people do for years. Be as weird and out there as humanly possible to try to get eyeballs. I watched Marilyn Manson do this forever with his weird, creepy music. Maybe <laughs> that sucked all the time. But how does he get attention? Ah, oh, I worship the devil. Oh, whoa, who's this crazy person? So that's part of this. But another part of this is this. And this can be hard for people to accept and understand, but it is true. Okay, why call the song unholy? Why dress up like a devil? Why do all these things? There are wars going on at all times, whether you acknowledge them or not. There are some wars that are cultural wars. There are some wars that are hot wars. There are wars that are spiritual wars going on at all times, but there is a constant state of conflict on the planet. If you don't believe that, I don't give a crap because I'm right and it's true. There is a constant state of conflict all the time going on, a constant power struggle and power struggles within societies. In America, there is a war going on. I don't Care what your belief system is or if this offends you when I say it and when I say I don't care I mean I don't care that you're offended I'm right and I what your, your thoughts on it won't matter to me at all there is a war between the LGBTQ activism communists and the American church it is this has been a war that has been going on it's been building I guess I should say slowly for quite some time it's not complicated why this war is what it is. The Bible, anyone can read it. Go look it up online. If you're not a Bible person, it doesn't matter, but you can look it up. The Bible is very, very plain about the thoughts on all this stuff. It, is, it couldn't be in plainer English, the way the Bible lays all this stuff out. Well, the LGBTQ communists, they can read too. They understand that, wow, That doesn't make me look very good. It doesn't make me feel very good. In fact, I think they don't like me. I don't like them. And boom, we're off to the races. What you're seeing now in this country, because the question is a very, very, honestly, it's a painful one to answer, and I'm getting to the question, are we now the great Satan? What you're seeing now in this country, you're seeing a nation that has... I shouldn't say the nation has chosen a new religion. That's probably not fair, but the nation does have a new religion. It does. We are the U.S. of gay now. I don't care your thoughts on that either. I'm right. Look around you. Walking through the mall this weekend with the fam, I had to get my son a pair of shoes. 90% of the clothing stores in the mall had rainbow flags pasted on the window talking about how LGBTQ friendly they are which is odd because we did a little experiment because I had about 10 minutes to kill while they were shopping and I don't like to sit still. I have to move around. I said, son, come with me. Let's check something out. We walked around the mall. You know what we looked for? We looked for American flags and we looked for crosses because maybe you're sitting there right now as a Christian saying, no, we're a Christian nation. Well, this was a mall in blood red, rural Texas. If we're a Christian nation, someone should tell them all because there wasn't a single cross on the windows. Plenty of rainbow flags, though. Go to the movies. Go look at the 10 movies that are playing. A lot of Christianity represented there. I guarantee you one thing that is represented there. Your child's education, sports, doesn't matter what it is. They got NHL players wearing rainbow jerseys at this point in time. We are the U.S. of gay now. Whether you are involved in this or want to acknowledge it matters not. We are in a spiritual war, and there has been a war declared, a cultural war, a spiritual war on American Christianity. You can choose to believe that and take part in it or not, but believe it or not, it's there no matter what. Now, so are we the great Satan? Let's talk about it. Truth.
3: Attitude. Jesse Kelly.
2: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. My goodness, we're only like 10 minutes away from Medal of Honor Monday. That's always fun. Maybe I should do a little history around the Medal of Honor Monday today. Should I? I can't guarantee I will. I may or may not do a brief history of it. We got other things we got to do, but we'll get to that. Now let's get to the actual question. People were up in arms about the whole devil dancing thing on the Grammys. And the guy, I already gave you my thoughts on it, but the guy asked, are we becoming the great Satan? I don't know how to answer this question. And here's why I don't know how to answer this question. Because as I walk through, if I'm being honest with you, and if I'm being honest with myself, and I walk through the answer to the question, I arrive at an answer that I'm not sure I like. I had a friend of mine, uh, actually my buddy Daryl Cooper, who does that Martyr Made podcast. He did one of the great podcast episodes ever if you have a really strong so- stomach and you want to know about communist atrocities. The podcast is called Martyr Made, and the episode is called Anti-Humans. It's about co- a fraction of the communist atrocities, but it's very good. Anyway, but he had a fascinating thing that he had said one time and I'm paraphrasing here. So sorry, Daryl, if you're listening, my bad. But he said, as somebody who has, you know, basically said, as someone who has loved this country and served this country, and feels so deeply for America that I would still die for it, it is a bitter pill to swallow, accepting what we are now. And if I remember right, he said this in response to the announcement that the Amer- that America was going to be making sure, I believe it was Africa, several nations in Africa had access to, quote, gender-affirming care. That's what your taxpayer money's going to do now. I don't think I'm going to make the leap and say we're the great Satan now. But I am going to say this, and this really, really hurts because I would still die for this place, and I love it. If you think about the horrible parts of the world, the parts you consider to be backwards and barbarian and oppressive and all these other things... I'm not saying you look about them incorrectly. I'm not. But I will simply say, and I'll just simply ask you this, because I have to ask myself this, and the question hurts a lot. What do you think they think about us? For instance, right now, this is a this is a popular thing. It's a very popular thing, not just on the right, but on the left. This is something we Americans are doing now since we left Afghanistan in disgrace. And we left them all of our equipment. We left them everything. The Taliban, these Islamic fundamentalists, have taken over Afghanistan. And they've just been awful. right? The persecution's been awful. And they've done horrible things like they stopped little girls from going to school. It's really, really sad. If you're a little girl in Afghanistan right now, you can't go learn how to read and write. They stopped them from going to school. And when you hear a headline or or read a headline like that or you hear me talk about that, doesn't it fill you with this... Not just rage, but kind of like a righteous indignation. Who are you backwards barbarians? Who would treat little girls like this? How could you? How could you? What kind of a monster? We say these kinds of words. And that's fair. It is. But how do you think they look at us? I know they're not the most advanced country in the world, but Afghanistan does have television if Afghanistan, for, look, set aside the demon worshipping Grammys for a moment. If Afghanistan turned on, what's the most watched TV show? Football games. NFL football games are always like the most ten watched TV shows. If Afghanistan, Super Bowl is coming up, right, Chris? I think so. I think it's okay. Super Bowl is coming up, and and what if the whole country of Afghanistan, all of them, tuned in for the Super Bowl? Start to finish, the beginning of the game, the pregame, all the stories they're going to do pregame, the halftime show, who knows what turbo freaks are going to be there, every single commercial, I think we know how those are going to go. How do you think the people of Afghanistan, not just the Taliban, all of them, how do you think they look at us? Do you think they look at America and say, man, how? That's who I want to be. That's who I want to be. I want to be a country where my child can learn how to be a tranny and the commercial breaks of the Super Bowl. Do you think they say that to themselves? Do you think they see rainbow flags flying on the American embassies and they say to themselves, man, land of the free, baby, tugs at the heart. Boy, I really want to live there. That looks like a place. I want to raise my family. How many many Afghan families do you think look at American culture and say to themselves, man, I want that for my kids? It's hard to consider, isn't it? I'll be honest with you. I struggle with it a lot. I struggle with it a lot as we continue to culturally circle the drain in this country as we continue to become something we're not supposed to be, we were never supposed to be, as we let these cultural Marxists wreck us, wreck every single part of us, I am confronting this question you just asked me a lot. What if, not you and not me, I'm not talking about everybody, obviously this doesn't apply to everyone, but what if, as a nation, what if we're not the good guys anymore? Have you asked yourself that? Stuff, isn't it? Okay, let's just go to some practical matters there. Well, well they're killing people. You know how odd it is that we have desensitized our language and ourselves to the point where we don't consider 60 million aborted babies to be deaths? Even on the right, even the pro-life side of the right, we we will make this mistake. Ah, oh, 60 million. Ah, oh, it's terrible, it's bad. Those were human beings who've been genocided off the planet, not by Afghanistan, not by China, not by Yemen, not by Al-Qaeda, not by Iran, not Venezuela. The United States of America has killed over 60 million unborn babies, and they've done so legally with the full sanction of the law. That's a tough pill to swallow, isn't it? We can at least do something to fight back against that kind of evil, though. $28 to preborn buys that scared young lady who's about to add to that abortion total. She's about to take another life. And though she's scared and she doesn't know it, and I get all that, but she's about to take another life. $28 gives her a free ultrasound so she can go in and hear that heartbeat of her baby and she'll choose life. Most of, you know, the majority of the time they choose life. That's just something. It's something from God. You hear that heartbeat as a woman. Now it's not a clump of cells anymore. Now that's not just a baby, that's my baby. And they protect it. 28 bucks. Go to preborn.com slash Jesse. All right. Let's help fight against evil. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Or you can go to pound two five zero and say baby. Now, the, we're going to move on, we're going to move on from this cuz I have a, something big I want to get to. I'm going to get to the Trump stuff when it comes to China. I want to get to we talk about what communism is and isn't, but there's a great example of what it is out there right now, and it, it's going to provide us, it's going to provide me anyway. I don't know if it'll help you better understanding of why they do what they do and how they did what they did. All that is coming. All that, however, is going to have to wait because you know what time it is. What time is it? It's Monday, and it's time for Medal of Honor Monday.
1: Next. Hey, come on. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.
2: Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. It's time for you to join half a million people in doing what? Well, doing something cool. Get a burn a Less Lethal Pistol. That's Burna, B-Y-R-N-A. It fires powerful ammunition, tear gas, kinetic ammo, incapacitates an attacker for 30, 40 minutes. Having a less lethal option is crucial. It's legal in all 50 states. No background checks are required. They ship it right to your door. B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse gets you an exclusive 10% discount. Burden and bringing stability the foundation helps gold star and fallen first responder families as well as our nation's most catastrophically injured heroes and homeless veterans join tunnel to towers on its mission to do good 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs donate 11 dollars a month to tunnel to towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t.org never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us Five months have passed since Hamas brutally attacked Israel, launching a vicious war for Israel's very survival. As Israel fights for her existence, so many people around the world, even in America, Israel's greatest ally, have turned their backs on the Israeli people right when they need friends the most. Friends like us. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is on the ground in Israel delivering critically needed emergency supplies to those suffering right now. There is an immediate Need for essentials like food, medicine, and emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. Many cannot return to their homes because of rocket fire in the north from Hezbollah. Israel is in desperate need, and that's why I'm partnering with the fellowship today. Every donation is urgently needed. To give to IFCJ, visit supportifcj.org. That's one word. Supportifcj.org. Your gift will be matched to double in impact and help provide twice the support. Supportifcj.org. God bless and thank you.